get out there, make connections, and try to get overcome your fear of uh, purchasing. Study your comps, learn what the market's doing, and try to purchase at a low offer. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention DoorDevil. You know know what? I need to mention DoorDevil. I need to mention DoorDevil to you. It's not just a want. It's a need because you need this. DoorDevil, quite simply, defends your home against kick-in burglary attacks. They happen frequently. There are 1.4 million homes that are broken into every year, and a lot of them are done through kick-ins. If you've got a home security system, then props to you. I'm glad you've got that, and that's important. But it doesn't prevent the bad people from kicking in your door, whether it's your front door, your back door, your side door. You need something like the Door Devil, and Door Devil is the best in the business when it comes to providing proof that it works. You can go to doordevil.com and even watch a video with Terry Bradshaw talking about it. And you can see how it works. It's a very simple product to install. But if you're not into that, then you can just hire a handy person and they can they can install it for you. Very simple. Put it inside the door frame of your front door, your back door, every door you have. And you can defend your home against the kick-in burglary attacks. It's needed. In addition, this is my brother's company. So it's near and dear to my heart. And because it's my brother's company, I'm able to offer you an exclusive discount because he was so kind to do so. You can go when you check out your uh, purchase at doordevil.com and there's going to be a little field. You enter the word best ever, no space, just one word, best, B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R, and you'll get a 20% discount on your purchase. So go to doordevil.com, go buy it, enter best ever and secure your home against kick-in burglary attacks. There are so many testimonials on the website. You can read them from police officers, from a woman who is being, uh, her house is being attacked from an enraged ex-husband, and the door devil defended that attack. Uh, He didn't get in. There's like 20 different testimonials from police officers on the door devil. Go buy it. Defend your home against burglary kick-in attacks. Go to doordevil.com and enter the word best ever whenever you check out and you'll get 20% off on your purchase. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluffy stuff. We don't talk about it. We only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. We've spoken to Robert Kiyosaki. Let's see. Jay Papazon, the co-author of The One Thing with Gary Keller, Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, and many other successful real estate entrepreneurs and investors. And with us today, we got a duo. How you doing, Bethany and Bob Willis? Good, Joe. Doing well, thank you. Nice to have you two on the show. And a little bit about Bethany and Bob. They are investors themselves. Bob is an attorney and licensed contractor. Bethany is an active real estate investor. And together, they own eight properties in the Phoenix, Arizona area. They flip, they assign, and they keep rentals in their own portfolio. With that being said, you two want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. We uh, purchased a home investor franchise in the Phoenix area uh, about two and a half years ago. And we help people sell their homes quickly on their time frames. We pay all cash. Uh, we cover their closing costs. And we buy at a discount. 
once we get the property, we will either rehab it ourselves and put it back on the retail market. We will also sell to other investors or keep some of the properties for our rental portfolio that we are trying to build. Bob, with your experience as an attorney and licensed contractor, what are your responsibilities with your investing? I'm kind of the operations guy. Bethany's kind of the face of the organization. She uh, she she does the marketing and sales. I am getting more and more involved in that, though. Um, but traditionally, when we find a home, it needs work. I do a lot of stuff myself. I'm a, a B licensed contractor, which allows me to do just about everything on a home except for mechanical, electrical, roofing, things like that. And then we subcontract to a lot of people. So Bethany does a lot of that, and then I coordinate and help her coordinate getting the homes uh, repaired and up to what we call ARV, uh, you know, the, the the retail value market. And then um, Bethany takes it over from there. We, we've got a bang-up operation as far as getting it out there and marketing it and moving it. Most of our houses move pretty quickly because uh, we do a really nice job on our rehabs. When you have a property, how do you know what you're going to do with it, whether you're going to flip it, assign it, or keep it as a, in your portfolio? I think it's mostly based on the, the inventory that we're holding, um, cash flow. Market conditions. Right. Location. Yeah, yeah you know, and at time, time of the year, too, believe it or not. You know, Phoenix is a transient population, and if we get a, a home in the summertime that, that we have ready to go, we may hold it for a while, you know, because – our market usually here is the shoulder months, which is the late summer, early fall, when people be, be coming back into the area looking for a home, or springtime when school's getting over and people want to move in the summertime. Out of the deals that you've done, that you got uh, eight total properties. In addition to those, you mentioned that you assign them or flip them. What's been a deal, either assignment or flip, that didn't go well? We've only had one deal that we weren't so far successful on moving and um, that's in a small town about an hour outside of the Phoenix area in Globe and the home's in pretty rough shape so the population of that city is only about 2,500 people mm -hmm. it's a lower income demographic and uh, we're looking for an all-cash buyer so it's just taking a little bit longer than uh, than our usual deals. We're not going to rehab that one. We just want to assign that one to an investor. How did you get a hold of the owner and what that conversation sound like? That was referred to me from another franchisee down in Tucson and I spoke with the granddaughter. Her uh, grandmother passed away last year. So the home's been vacant for about a year and she needed some help trying to move it. Some houses or other properties are not retail ready, meaning they're not going to show well, they're not going to pass inspections or appraisals. And this house falls into that category. It needs quite a bit of repair. With the location that you mentioned, is that something that you'll try to not do in the future? Just, just for, I'm just trying to understand, you know, the reason why it hasn't sold as, or been assigned as quickly as you usually do. Is it because it's primarily in a small town? I think it's a small town. There aren't mortgage options for the people there. Mm -hmm. It's a very good price. We're only asking $16,000 for a three-bedroom, one-bath home. 
But again, the demographics there are lower economical people, and it's hard to come up with that amount of cash and have the cash available to rehab the property, which will probably cost another thirty thousand, maybe. Mm-hmm. So that's um, been a more difficult sale. A lot of the investors that we work with like to stay in the uh, Maricopa County area, the Phoenix general area. And that's something I've noticed with my stuff too, where you know I, I look at apartment communities and the ones that are in the smaller towns. They look really appealing. I saw one recently in, I think, Youngstown, Ohio, for less than $10,000 a door. And it was over 100 unit, 100 unit, allegedly stabilized. But it's just tough to sell those things if you ever need to sell them because of, because of the remoteness of the market. True. With the deals that you have been doing and you have been assigning and, and flipping, Bob had mentioned that your uh, marketing is uh, pretty efficient and you typically get the, the deals done quickly. Can you give us some insight into a couple tactics that you use to market those properties to get them either assigned or uh, to the end buyer quickly? I think we have a large advantage being a Homevestor franchisee. There are 20 of us in the Phoenix area. So we often share our investor lists. We have great software and programs for putting together marketing flyers and getting it out to a large pool of investors. Everyone that checks into the Homevestor website has the option to sign on and, and ask to receive information about properties that we buy at a deep discount. We'll pass on the savings to the investor while hopefully making a little bit of money ourselves. Got it. And what, what would be an average profit that you've made for assignments versus flips? The assignment profit has been around ten to 15000 The rehab profit, we're cutting out a layer in the transaction. So the rehab profit is typically higher, maybe 30000 to 50000 when, when you look at the time that it takes, what would be the average amount of time for an assignment versus a, a rehab or a flip? An assignment can be done very quickly. It's a dual closing. So uh, we'll, we'll do the purchase contract, um, open up escrow. Once we find an investor, it's dependent on how quickly our escrow officer can get the mortgage payoff statement and, you know, the HOA transfer documents. So usually within a week if the seller is ready to move on that time frame. And then what about a rehab on average? On average, our rehabs probably take about three months. And then we put those on the retail market. And um, fortunately, they've gone pretty quickly. As fast as multiple offers in the first day, we had one that we had to do a price adjustment. So that one took a little bit longer. But the days on market for most of our rehabs are under two weeks. When you look at the assignment fee of on average between ten to fifteen thousand, and you said with sometimes it can be within one week. What's what would you say the average is for based on the assignments that you've done? To turn those around yeah. after within a week. Oh really? The average is within a week. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's great. When you look at the assignment of ten to fifteen K profit within a week versus a rehab, 
that is three months on average and thirty to fifty thousand. Do you prioritize assignments over rehabs because of the uh, appearance, at least, of quicker money and less risk? Absolutely, there's less risk. Sometimes we run into situations, for example, a cracked slab or something that we're just, um, you know, a little bit leery of. So sometimes we'll assign those out to a more experienced investor. And, you know, again, it, it de- our decision to assign depends a lot on how many properties we're rehabbing and cash flow. Got it. If we're rehabbing, we're, we're small. We, we just started a couple years ago. So personally, I don't think we'd like to rehab more than three properties at a time. It just gets crazy. It just gets way too time consuming. So says the guy in the background who is the licensed contractor. <laughs> Feet on the ground, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we like to have a day off now and then. So right, exactly. As it gets a little. Soft. All right, Bethany and Bob, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Get out there, make connections, and try to get overcome your fear of uh, purchasing. Study your comps, learn what the market's doing, and try to purchase at a low offer. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. All right. Well, first, a quick word from our best ever partners. My friend Michael Blanc has an ebook that you'll want to download. It's called The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your Next Apartment Building. If you're interested in getting started with apartment buildings but don't have the cash or credit to do it yourself, then this ebook's for you and it's free. Text the word secret, S E C R E T, to the number 38470. That's secret and text it to 38470. Best ever book you've read? Best ever, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. All right, best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it? I would say um, as far as investing, we really went out on a limb and had a call from a fellow that owned a couple properties in Alabama. And uh, we flew out there and purchased uh, two properties on the water with a 41-foot sailboat and a truck for $15,000 and cleaned up the houses, about five dumpsters, and um, sold them the fouling week for 95000 in an hour. So what'd you learn from it? Take risks. And when you have a call from someone from Alabama and you're in Phoenix, Arizona, one how do you quickly vet the credibility of the individual and the opportunity? And then two, how do you familiarize yourself with that market? We were fortunate in this circumstance that the owner actually moved to Phoenix. So we met with him personally. And then I hired a property management company to go out to each of the properties and take detailed pictures. Most of the time, we would refer out to another franchisee. We didn't have one in Mobile, Alabama. So we have a program through Homevestors that we can purchase for national access to the MLS to run the comps. And uh, we just decided it was uh, it was worth the, the risk. How much did you pay the property manager company to go out there and take pictures? $100. Best ever deal you've done? That might have been it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that would be. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good one. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good one. That was a blessing. Yeah, that was a good one. We, we've had a few other flips that weren't 
you know, a lot of manual labor, a lot of work, and uh, those turned out to be pretty nice, too. Did you keep the boat? No, we didn't. Oh. Now, now, mind you, we buy distressed property, so both of these homes and the boat were flooded by Katrina. Ah, uh, got it. Okay, one house has sat vacant along with the boat for the last 10 years, so... Best ever way you like to give back? We often help our sellers if needed and offer them emotional support. We have helped people physically move, you know, been over there and helped them box things up and lined up movers. And, uh, you know, we just try to go above and beyond any other investor to help them out personally if we can with their situation. What's the biggest mistake you've made so far in real estate? Hiring the wrong workers. We had a, uh, a rehab where the crew wasn't as experienced as they said they were. And, uh, we had to redo all their work. We had to, yeah, we had to basically go in and, and redo all the drywall and texture and paint. And uh, they were very sloppy, not showing up. So it's really important to try and get references and referrals uh, from people you hire. Did you not get any references or referrals from th those uh, workers? You know, they, they worked for a construction company, and I did call the company, and, and they said he was a good worker. However, we didn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In, in that case, you did make a call to the employer or former employer, what would you do differently? I like, uh, again, we're fortunately fortunate enough to have other Homebuster franchisees with us here in Phoenix. So I, I trust them. And uh, we've set up a vendor site so we can actually go on there and look for roofers and plumbers and electricians and read reviews from people we know that have used them before. Got it. So if you're you're not if you're not part of that uh, inner circle, then it's uh, you just talk to some investors, friends of yours, ask them for their referrals, and that's a recommendation in of itself. Yes. Check references. You know, Angie's list also posts a lot of comments and ratings on their contractors. So that's another avenue. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you to? They can call me directly at 480-710-4673. Uh, awesome. And uh, best ever listeners, there's also a link in the show notes page for Bob's website. Uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, he is an attorney. And then the We Buy Ugly Houses Phoenix website, if you want to check that out as well. That's in the show notes page. Bethany and Bob, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your advice and your story with the best ever listeners and talking about you know the deals that didn't go well or the deal that uh, didn't didn't go quite as well and uh, the one that was in a small town and in rough shape and then as well as the deals that did where all the way out in Alabama you're in Phoenix and you ended up uh, turning that around relatively quickly for a a, a very good profit. And then also taking us through the assignment and the rehab comparison. You're, you're making 10 to 15K on average on assignments, taking about a week to close. As, and then the rehabs, thirty to $50,000 profit on average, takes about three months to close. And then talking us through the pros and cons of that. So I hope you have 
a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. My friend Michael Blanc has an ebook that you'll want to download. It's called The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your Next Apartment Building. If you're interested in getting started with apartment buildings but don't have the cash or credit to do it yourself, then this ebook's for you and it's free. Text the word secret, S E C R E T, to the number 38470. That's secret and text it to 38470.